Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Vinitali International Wine and Spirits Exhibition. The 54th edition of Vinitali was held from the 10th to the 13th of April. If you missed it, don't worry. Go to vinitaliplus.com for on-demand recordings of all the sessions from the exhibition. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Listen in as we journey to some of Italy's most beautiful places in the company of those who know them best, the families who grow grapes and make fabulous wines. Through their stories, we will learn not just about their wines, but also about their ways of life, the local and regional foods and specialities that pair naturally with their wines, and the most beautiful places to visit. We have a wonderful journey of discovery ahead of us, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. Today we head to the second largest island in the Mediterranean, Sardinia, to meet my guest, Nicoletta Pala of the Odaria Winery. Ciao Nicoletta, how are you today? Ciao Mark, I'm fine, and you? I'm very well. The sun is shining here in southern England in my home in Devon. What's the weather like with you in in, uh, your home? Here today looks like usually in England, so it's cloudy. It's not normal for us. Oh, that's that's a change, yes. Now, Nicoletta, I want our listeners to really understand where you are and to really sense and get a picture of where you are. Sardinia is a big island with huge contrast between inland and coastline and north and south. So tell us a little bit about where you are. Sure. Okay, we are in the southern part of Italy, and uh, Sardinia is uh, one of the biggest islands of the Italian country. And uh, usually when I think about my island, I think about like a dream, because life in Sardinia is maybe the best that a man can hope for. And we have 24,000 kilometers of forest, countryside, and coast immersed in an amazing sea. So it looks like a paradise. And uh, of course, Sardinia is not only a sea, it's a land of shepherds because uh, are here six millions of sheep and uh, we are just one million and a half habitants. Wow, gosh. So we are also on Blue Island, uh, Blue Zone Island, one of the five areas of the world in which there is an higher concentration of uh, centurions because of our lifestyle, so slow lifestyle in contact with nature, animals and uh, vegetables, uh, of course, uh, for our food uh, traditions, a lot of carbs, cheese, uh, suckling pig and wine, of course, uh, red wine, canonau. And uh, our family is uh, based uh, in the southern part of the island uh, in a little village named Serviana. Serviana is uh, 2,000 people and thousands of hectares of vines are in our area. The winery born in a little hill of the village surrounded by vineyards and close to a little salt lake where flamingos lives and a small church built in the 17th century where the Benedictine monks lived. So it's an amazing area where we love to grow the most important grape varieties of Sardinia, just local grapes that uh, we love to share with our visitors 
together with the farm, the vegetable garden, the production area of the winery, and uh, of course, the sunset landscape, uh, where we love to share our wines with our customers. I've seen some photographs. I haven't had uh, the chance to visit you yet, but I hope to. But I've seen some beautiful pictures, and you've just given us a very vivid description. So we're, we're north of Cagliari, in the south of Sardinia, and you've, you've explained something of this beautiful landscape that is really a paradise, and also the, those harsher elements of Sardinia where the shepherds, the pastore, live with these millions of sheep. I didn't realize there were six million sheep in Sardinia and just, did you say, a million and a half inhabitants. It's this beautiful contrast of, of the interior, the lusher coast, and this small village of yours, Serbiana, which sounds absolutely idyllic. Is that where your family has always been from? Our story started here in Serdiana little village long years ago in 1948 when my grandfather Salvatore the senior one decided to plant the first vines in the valley. Then when in the 70s the Italian government gave the opportunity to remove the vines because in the return of money because there was an overproduction in the country. My grandfather, differently unlike the other people of Sardinia, and thanks to his uh, foresight, decided to continue his work and to stay in the wine world. So thanks to him today, together with my brother Salvatore, the junior one, however, represent the third generation of the family and uh, was born when my father, in Enrico, in 2014, decide uh, about the generational shift, and together with my brother Salvatore, we look to the tradition with a new look. So Audaria, the name of the company means nobility, nobility of the spirit in an ancient Oriental language, and it's the name of the company because uh, at the center of what we are, there is the respect, respect for the land and then for the grapes and for the bottles of wine, finally. So we are farmers and our goal is to respect everything, give us everything we need. So firstly, the land, of course. So Nicoletta, you're on one hand, an old established winery. Your grandfather planted the vines. The vines are well established and mature. But on the other hand, you're also a young, exciting company because of this transition of the generations. I've seen the pictures of your winery, which looks very modern. And so you, you're able to combine this tradition and, and a new outlook. Would you say that's correct? Yeah, yeah, of course. We are a mix between innovation and tradition. So I think that we are pretty young because now I am like 28 and my brother is 32. So in 2014, we were like babies. So it's great because, you know, the wine world is completely different compared to like uh, some years ago. I think that marketing is changing everything, but also selling every part of our work is different. So it's very important to work with a young team. Uh, we are 16 people and uh, we work uh, like we are 130 team. And it's fun because we are all from Sardinia, Sardiana little village. So uh, that's very important. Wow, you're all from the same village. Wow, that, that's amazing. So these are people you've grown up with and known 
pretty well your whole life. Yeah, 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 sure. And um, you know that uh, you sometimes it's not easy to find uh, workers from your land, especially in uh, like winemaking process or similar. But Serdiana village area leaves about wines. And so there is an important connection with the land and with this work. So all of our employees know perfectly the soil, the wind, the plants, the terroir. And um, 90% of our workers are working with my family from generation to generation. So for sure, they have uh, like uh, long-standing slangs uh, to these lands. And that's great because in most years of Italy, it's difficult to find local families and local workers. Yeah, that, that is a really important part of your story. So these are people that have an intimate knowledge of the land and of these grapes that they've worked for themselves for generations. Yeah. And uh, because in Sardinia, we love to preserve the tradition. And uh, in our village, the most important tradition is wine culture. So, of course, uh, now it's important to work just Italians uh, and Sardinian for us employees now. So it's a great work. Okay. And so this is really an expression of your terroir, your particular corner of Sardinia, and the wines are expressing the area you're in. Tell us about, you've got four different estates and you're cultivating the native grapes of Sardinia. Let's talk a little bit about your wines. Sure. We are working in 40 hectares of vineyards divided in four different estates. The first one is the Audaria Estate and uh, it's the heart of the company because right here is located our cellar and uh, above 200 meters above the sea level and surrounded by a fantastic landscape. And in this estate, we have the Cannonau grape, Bovale grape, Vermentino grape, Nuragus and Nasco in a limestone soil. And uh, it's great, we are working just with local grapes and this is our goal because I think that Sardinia has a lot of great varieties to share and it's uh, important to work with the locals, native grapes and not international grapes. The second estate is uh, um, named in Sardinian language because it's funny. We have the Italian language, but also the Sardinian language that is a language, not a dialect, and uh, is named Aquasassa and uh, is composed from uh, clay limestone soil and uh, 160 meters above the sea level, where we mainly grow the Nuragus grape. Nuragus is uh, the most important grape for the southern part of Sardinia, from the Cagliari area. And uh, in the past, it uh, was um, like common to grow it. And so we are proud of this grape. He's uh, the most important for the, for the family. The third estate is uh, Sustani. Sustani means like a salt lake because it's close to the salt lake where are the flamingos. And it's amazing because the soil there is sandy and the microclimate is perfect. Also for the minerality and the saltness that are in all of our wines, particularly the white ones. And the last uh, estate is named uh, Iscravidis and is um, a calcareous sandy hill. One of the oldest one, one of the first that my grandfather planted. 
and uh, it's um, interesting because it's where the Canonau grape is growing. And we have also a 50 year old vines there, so it's an interesting area. Sardinia microclimate is completely different compared to the most important areas of the mainland. So our climate is usually warm, warm, windy, and so perfect for the wine growing. And we are in a project named Integrato. Integrato is not organic, but it's just a respect of the nature. And our limestone lands help in the production area to have mineral wines, sometimes like salty wines. Just just to be clear on this, so over these four states, all within quite close area, you've got really different uh, terroir from the limestone to the chalky sand and the clay and the sandy areas around the Salt Lake. And this is really affecting the character and the personality of the wines grown in, that come from each area. Yeah, of course. That's very important because, for example, where the, the soil and the terroir is um, like more calcareous or sandy, is better for the Canonau grape for example, or in other parts uh, where it's climb, we prefer to plant the vermentino. So, of course, all of, of, all of the different terroirs um, are important for the different grapes that we are growing. And that's like amazing, you know, because uh, in Sardinia, we work with the, the traditional uh, Sardinian tree that is like a little plant, uh, similar to Sardinian people, because we are usually cleany. And uh, that's because our weather is windy. And so the mistral is coming daily and the plant uh, needs to be strong. So with the tiny sites, it's easier, of course. And that's so important because the terroir and the method of growing of cultivation together and the different areas, the different uh, exposition are um, important for our work, of course, and also for our grapes, because we have like 10 different grape varieties and uh, of course each one uh, needs a different terroir. So in the 40 states uh, we are working uh, like with different grapes and uh, like around 10 hectares for states, so like different varieties, three or four in every one. So it's a great work, hard work. Yeah, it is a, it is a, a lot of work, I can imagine. Now, let's talk a little bit about these native grape varieties. Not all of them, but the most important, because uh, I think it's important for our listeners to gain an impression of what these grapes have to offer. Some are better known than others. Others will be wines that people haven't perhaps had a chance to taste yet. Nuragas, for example, isn't that widely found outside of Sardinia and some of the Bovale and some of these. So let's start with Vermentino, which people may know, but of course, Vermentino from Sardinia is very different from Vermentino from, say, Liguria or Tuscany? Sure. Okay, so of course, when you talk about Sardinia, the most important grapes that are known maybe all over uh, the world are Vermentino for the white grapes and Canonau about the red grapes. But of course, uh, as you told, we have uh, more different grapes, native grapes of Sardinia that are very important for us. Vermentino, uh, the most famous grape of Sardinia, is of course uh, cultivated all over 
the island, in particular north and south, more than in the center of the island, and um, is also diffused in other regions of Italy, like, of course, Liguria and Tuscany. And uh, the common characteristic of uh, the Vermentino everywhere in the different areas, different regions, is given by the land that is so close to the sea and the breeze of the coast, because also Liguria and Tuscany are close to the, the sea and uh, where are uh, the vines usually about Vermentino are close to the sea. So, uh, of course, Sapiti is the distinctive character of this wine uh, in the three regions, but the difference is uh, so important because it's in soil and microclimate characteristics that uh, are bringing out different aromas and uh, aromas that depending on the soil that feed them. Usually Sardinian wines are more full-bodied and aromatic with um, a reference at Mediterranean scrub. Uh, in the Tuscan ones, for example, freshness, minerality and citrus and almost aroma are more like at the end of the wine. In the Ligurian Vermentini, for example, are like more fruity and notes of white flowers, peach, melon, so completely different. And that's because the soil, the land, that is completely different because Sardinia is like another terroir compared to the other part of the mainland. That's because our weather as I told you, that is very windy, windy and hot compared to the other regions. And also the soil that is unique because the clay limestone is unique in, uh, in Sardinia. So I think that that are the most important difference between the Vermentino grape. And Nicoletta, this um, wonderful Vermentino from Sardinia, which, as you say, is a usually a more structured wine with with this wonderful salinity running through it, this minerality. This, of course, is one of the great wines to go with Sardinian foods, this wonderful array of dishes that are quite unique and different from the cuisine of the mainland as well. Tell us some of the foods that Vermentino goes best with. Okay, uh, usually Vermentino... Uh, is common, in particular in Sardinia, we suggest this pairing also to our visitors, to our tourists, because we work a lot with tourists that are coming to see the vines, the winery, the family, and everything is Audaria Ward. And usually we suggest the fregola. Fregola is a type of typical Sardinian pasta obtained from a mixture of wet and warm water. And it looks like semolina, because um, they are like small spur formed thanks to a particular movement of the hands and uh, it's common in Sardinia in the little villages to work and to have a handmade fresh pasta. So the fregola would be made in the home still, taking the semolina and dampening it with water to make it come together, is that right? To make these little balls of quite hard pasta. 
Yeah, and then at the end, we toast that in the oven for about 15 minutes. So this roast process guarantees the characteristic that is the golden color of the fregola. And usually uh, we pair it with the seafood, uh, like clams or similar. And that's one of the best like pairing about vermentino. But of course, vermentino is good also with raw fish because you know that uh, we love to make aperitivo <laughs> always, in particular in summertime. And so um, our culture, our tradition is to taste it with uh, raw fish, like on the beach uh, in summertime when we are like with friends or similar. So one of the most important pairing is also this one, raw fish. Okay, those both sound delicious. I love the idea of the fregola with the clams and pairing that with, with the vermentino. Now let's talk about, as you said, the most famous red grape variety in Sardinia, the wine itself, your wine, and also some of the foods that it pairs best with. Yeah, the most famous red yeah, the most famous red is of course the Canonau. And the Canonau is also cultivated all over Sardinia. Uh, in particular this one in the center of Sardinia. The heart of Canonau is in the center of Sardinia. And uh, it is the same family, this grape is the same family of Grenache or Garnacha, okay, uh, same roots. And uh, when we talk about Canonau, of course, we are talking about a part of Sardinian history. It's a very particular grape because also to work on the vines is not so easy. We are trying uh, to respect this grape, but uh, it grows a little bit more compared to other varieties, but it's fine. And um, usually we have the idea about Canonau like a strong red wine, but that's not Canonau, because Canonau in particular in our area, in the southern part of Sardinia, is uh, like uh, a particular color that is uh, not so strong, not a ruby red, not intense. And also our Canonau, the Audaria Canonau is... Um, elegant and so is a different style because it's a hundred percent of the grape usually it's common in sardinia to try canonau and uh, uh, to make like blends with uh, other grapes like carignano for example or similar just uh, for the color and uh, also like to have more body but it's not our work we love just to make a hundred percent Steel wines. So the Canonau is usually pairing with um, another traditional dish of Sardinia that is uh, the suckling pig. Suckling pig uh, roasted and together with a little bit of myrtle is one of our um, traditional dish. And like every Sunday, like because you know that in Sardinia we have a tradition and on Sunday we are doing like a traditional dish with all of the family like we are 20 or similar so it's a funny moment and um, there is common to taste like Kulurjones, that is the traditional Sardinian pasta and together with Canonau this one too or Monica it depends and together with uh, for a second course the suckling pig 
And uh, so that's our uh, most important tradition. And that is would be cooked over a fire on a spit, the suckling pig. Is that right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I've had that in Sardinia. It's really, really special. Yeah. And also with the the bread as well, the special flat breads that are typical of Sardinia. We have um, a traditional bread that is named uh, Pane Carazao. Pane Carazao is like um, a bread that uh, is very particular because uh, is uh, made also this one and made in the small uh, villages and um, someone in the mainland know it like Carta da Musica but it's completely different in Sardinia and uh, the bread is um, made in the fire in the oven but um, it's particular because we come like a, a bowl and then uh, the traditional men divided this bowl and uh, we have our uh, like toast bread it looks like toast bread and it's amazing because it's like a snack for us sometimes so we use it like in the suckling gig but sometimes also for example in the wine tastings or when uh, like uh, after lunch or similar you want to like have a little snack so um, this is uh, another important part of our tradition in our culture Maybe with the wonderful uh, Sardinian pecorino cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's funny because close to our winery, like two kilometers far from our winery, our friends uh, are running a company about cheese, so a cheese factory. And so we are working just with local food. And when like visitors or people come to see the winery to visit us, uh, we usually um, serve the wines together with uh, a bit of like salami, salumi from the area. And of course, the pecorino cheese that uh, pecorino cheese of Sardinia, a bit fresh, is my favorite one. Yes, yes. Well, I guess that that is the real way to discover and taste wines alongside these these foods that are produced from the same territory, from the same lands. And so if visitors come to the Odaria winery, what can they expect in terms of wine hospitality? Okay, we are, as as you know, uh, in a special area near to the biggest city of the island, it is Cagliari. And uh, in Cagliari, of course, there is the port and the airport. So also we are close to the most beautiful coasts of the south of the island. So a lot of visitors are coming uh, like every year from March to October because, of course, we are a seasonal island. And when they come to to Audaria, they get like a warm welcome because um, they come to know our vineyards. And so our tour usually started from the vineyards. We go to see the different grape varieties and the different vines. Then uh, we say hello to our farm because we have uh, a little farm with the traditional Sardinian donkey, with the goats and the horse and different animals that are part of our family now. And then we are going in the production area to know where the wine is born and we finished with um, wine tasting in uh, front 
of the sunset or in front of the vines depends about morning or evening. And uh, I think that now, after pandemic situation, more than yesterday, the tourists are looking for open places like vineyards. So um, they love to touch the bunches, to know everything. And... Uh, easily to enjoy life of course no and uh, in our winery also it's possible to try the sardinian food because we love to work with cooking class we are not a restaurant oh wonderful yeah we are not a restaurant but we love to share traditions uh, together with the sardinian uh, hold <laughs> women usually that are working and so you can like enjoy the traditional Sardinian pasta and to learn about it or Sardinian bread. So sometimes after the tour, the wine tour, it's possible to make that cooking class and to finish tasting uh, what uh, you produce, <laughs> so the food. And um, that's amazing because you enjoy our traditions and uh, also you live a different experience because when you come back home, you know like to make Kulurjones, traditional Sardinian pasta or similar. So our area, if we think like about other parts of Italy, is, go is growing slowly, of course, but uh, offer a lot to the visitors because Sardinia is not just sea, of course, is known about sea, but we have a lot uh, of uh, tradition in the center of the island to share and that's so important for our visitors. Well you certainly made me want to visit Nicoletta. You've painted a really wonderful full experience that visitors to Audaria and to Sardinia will experience when they come and I'm just imagining watching that sunset tasting your wines while the sun is going down. It sounds just idyllic. Nicoletta, thank you so much for being my guest today. It's been a real pleasure learning about where you are, learning about your wines and your life and foods. It's, uh, I hope to see you soon and I hope our visitors will find you too. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mark. I hope to see you soon and to have you in our winery. So have a good day. Grazie. A presto. A presto. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Italian Wine Podcast, brought to you by Vinitali International Wine and Spirits Exhibition, the biggest drinks trade fair in the world. Remember to subscribe to Italian Wine Podcast and catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever you get your pods. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com. guys, I'm Joy Livingston and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.